0: after the whistle presented by seneca buffalo creek casino nothing else comes close it's your favorite weekend jr all-star weekend
1: yeah it used to be for sure now i don't (laughs) give a shit about it Um, how many all-star games nine i played nine all-star games it was pretty nine all-star games yeah Yeah, it's pretty special yeah there's no question it was it was important to me when i was playing and you know we always had these conversations about why players don't go and how they kind of snuff their nose uh, at it and say, oh, I don't, you know, I need some, I need the rest. And it's not a big deal. It's a big deal, man. I mean, you're, you're recognized as one of the best players of the best players in the world. And, and if I didn't get picked, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was pissed. Like I was pissed if I didn't get picked and I was, you know, I, I'd come out of the all-star break with a, with a burr up my ass, you know, and really, uh, really had a um, a reason to show him why I should have been there, but uh, it's it's it a great it's, it's a great weekend. It really what's is. What's
0: your perception of the players' views on the All Star game today?
1: Well, I'm really happy that Sidney Crosby's going. going, um, and that's that that means a lot because here's the guy who's really represented the league for the last 15, 18 years, and um, and he was one of the guys at some point that said you know listen it's not a big deal i'm not going i need to break um cup's more important and you know that was the old crosby you know i i told you guys before i did not like Sidney crosby whatsoever um for the first 10 years of his career and i've grown to really absolutely love the kid and respect the shit out of him uh for a lot of reasons but one of the reasons is because of his his understanding of how important things like the all-star game are. Um And he's going there. And I think, I think he's proud of himself that he can still be a part of this awesome um display of talent and, and, well, and celebration of talent with at his age. And
0: it might be his last.
1: It could be like, he's he's, be.
0: he's playing at a very high level right now, but there's no saying that next year he's guaranteed to be an all-star or the year after that and then his contract's over
1: well look at his counterpart look at his counterpart that has been is you know the the two guys that have been carrying the national hockey league for the last 15 years alex ovechkin not even close to being an all-star so you know that shows you how hard it is to do and Sidney crosby is the model of excellence and um i was really happy to see that he that he's going that was um that that made my my day really tell you what sure?
2: do you think the issue is with Alex Ovechkin we spoke about him the other day um, he scored his ninth goal of the season he's got 31 points on the year what is the situation and why do you think uh he's he's struggled as much as he has scoring goals this year in particular
1: well father time never loses and I don't care how good of a goal scorer you are, Alex Ovechkin's thirty-eight years old, and you know as well as I do, Riff, when that body gets to a certain age, um, whether you feel good or not, it doesn't respond the same way. It does not. You don't. You don't have the same um, fast uh, reactions. Your body doesn't do things that it used to do at the same um, at the same ease that it used to. And Alex Ovechkin's not a guy who can play the game by himself. He's not a, he's not a Nathan McKinnon. He's not a, um, he's not a, a Connor McDavid. Um, he needs somebody to help him get the puck in certain situations and be able to put the puck in the back of the net. Very few, very, very, not very often that Alex Ovechkin can take a puck from one side from coast to coast, score a goal or make great moves and, and score an individual goal. It's, it's a lot of the one-time shots. It's a lot of the power play. It's, um, and this team is, this has been deteriorated in, in playmakers. Uh, obviously, Backstrom was a huge part of his, of his career. For so um, many years. For, yeah, for so and, many and, years. And the
2: thing is, you can say that, you know, Backstrom was there. He's, he's a big reason why Alex Ovechkin has had as many goals as he's had because of whether Backstrom running the power play or just playing center for Alex Ovechkin. But the last couple years, Alex Ovechkin scored – I think, 51 goals two years ago. Last year, he scored 42. So the, the drop-off never happened. But the problem is, this year, Kuznetsov is their other number one center. Now that Backstrom is out for the rest of the season, you have Kuznetsov who is trying to fill that that situation, that, that top-end talent, that center, and he's struggling himself.
1: Yeah, he's struggling because he, he has a give a shit meter that is that's, you know, you know, right around one or two. Um, and yeah. it's and whether Kuznetsov is worried about winning hockey games or taking care of Alex Ovechkin. Um, it's I think he's he's very individualistic. And I think he's just a fly by fly by the seat of his pants type of player. And I don't he's, he's not a, he's 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 a great player extremely talented and he's one of the guys that can go coast to coast and do certain things. I don't think playmaking is his is his top specialty. Um I think he's got a little bit of a little bit of a tunnel vision when it comes to that sort of play when he gets the puck he wants to keep the puck and that doesn't help Alex Ovechkin. And Did you see that behind the
0: back pass Crosby made the other night
1: though. Oh sick. I mean oh, that, I mean that my God. I mean that's just that that's just awareness of everybody. The, the one thing that Gretzky was the best at, and I think you guys will understand this in, in hockey IQ, what, what people don't do, what players don't do on the ice is they get, they don't, they don't read the entire play as the play's going right. They're watching the puck and, and guys like Crosby guys, like Ovechkin, they're looking where everybody else is. And they're looking at where they're going. They're looking at their, at the, at the angle of where they're skating, Uh, Their timing and in your brain, just by putting two and two together, when that puck gets there, he knows that just in the course of a, of a play where that player is going to be, because Crosby's looked at everybody. He's not just looking at the puck waiting for the puck, because when that puck's going to come to him, he's got to know in a split second where he's going to go with it. So he's perusing everything, right? He's not just it's. And when you do that, you know, who's really good at that too is Matthew Kachuk. Matthew Kuchuk is 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 probably one of the best players in the National Hockey League at seeing where every single player is on the ice and he knows how much time he's going to have and he knows where the puck's going to go before he even gets it. It's an amazing quality to have.
0: Do we have any thoughts on uh, what's going on up in Canada with the five world junior players?
1: This, really I'm, I'm scared for these guys. It is really scary. Um, and hopefully, hopefully there are a lot of people watching hopefully there are a lot of kids watching and understanding um, what can happen in this world. And these are five great kids, great hockey players and um, innocently got themselves into a situation. And now they're in a, in a different situation and nobody knows what happens, happened. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and bash any of them, the female included. Um, But there are certain things that you, you got to understand and see, this is not a good situation to be in. This is probably not the the area that I should be. This is not uh, the crowd I should be, um, be around um, and have a, a sense of, Hey, listen, I need to get out of here because these players um, and they're very prominent players, Carter Hart, probably being the most important with Philly. Um, I mean, their careers could be done. And we don't know this again. We don't know the situation, but I'm going to I'll t- I'll tell you a little story. Um My little phenom kid that I um, that I've been kind of mentoring for the last eight years, seven, eight years. Um, he plays, he plays in Detroit for a team in Detroit and they were up in Canada uh, over the weekend. And a couple of his players had a couple, had a couple girls in their room and um there was a coach of another team who actually was in the NHL. He was a player in the, in the NHL and knew that there were some females in the room and um, told their coach and their coach benched them for the, for the game the next day. Like this is not at 18 years old. You don't know at 18 years old, what's going on. You don't know who you're with at what time, you know, what age they are or whatever. And it's, it's, and I think everybody was so scared, including the coach who was out outside the room, knowing that was something going on inside. And he put a stop to it with, um, which, you know, say what you want, mind your own business or not, this guy decided not to. And these kids got, uh, got benched for, for being in the wrong position at the wrong time. Cause you never know what could happen. And these kids, again, this just happened in the national hockey league yet these kids, are in this situation in a hotel room in Canada. And it's just, you gotta be really careful. And that's why I say, I hope these kids see, listen and learn because uh, we don't like to see this happen, man.
2: I I've been literally reading up. Sorry about that guys, but I've been sitting here reading up on, on, you know, what's happening. Uh, the four players, uh, Carter Hart, Cal foot. Well, there's five of them. Um, but f- Four of them being in the NHL, and um, one's playing in the in the Swiss yeah, right. Elite League. Right. All Rancid. five have uh, been charged, and all five have um have pleaded not guilty. And you were saying, Jr., that this this trial is going to happen. I was I was listening and reading that a trial in in Ontario. So if it if a trial was uh, presented in Ontario, you wouldn't get to that trial until 2026. Now, London, where the charges have been laid, um, they're saying that the trial will be late 2025 or early 2026. So my thought with this whole thing is, you know, you're, you're you're ultimately innocent until you're proven guilty what happens to these players for basically the next two years of their hockey
1: careers? Well, I are they, are it. they that's guilty? It. That, 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 well, that's a, you know, or are no, they not no, guilty? No, no, they're not guilty. Uh, they're not guilty because you said it and it's, it is the law of the land. You are innocent until proven guilty.
2: Well, is but that really
1: the case though, Jr.? It is really right now. Yes. It yes, feels it is really, that,
2: it it feels right, like right now, whether you read in the media or you go to the Holy Bible, in in uh, you know X Twitter, um, people well, are already that's accusing the, the kids. Well, that's,
1: of- that's the that's the problem with these cases. Okay, and this is why you need these kids need to be very very careful because all it takes is for one person, one female, to say that something bad happened to her. One, and regardless if she's Telling the truth, whether she's lying, whether she's mad at the boys and she's trying to get back at them, or they really did do something. All 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 you need is for someone to to make an accusation like that. And the 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 perception in our in our lives today are they they're guilty. And it's hard not to automatically say that they did something because the female said that they did. Now whether that's that's just, that's just where our world is today and um a, a trial and all that stuff is secondary to what people think first so these guys are tainted regardless of whether they go and get charged get get um uh, chart at that charge or or they get deemed innocent this is a, a taint on their on their records and people are going to look at them different what i'm what what i think is going to be interesting. The National Hockey League is a different league these days. They're, the tolerance that they have uh whether it's um, um sexual abuse, whether it is um you know spousal abuse whether, w- w- whatever the case may be. Um they're they're taking action. You saw what happened with Corey Perry you saw what happened with that 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 young man that got drafted by the Arizona coyotes who got um who got accused of saying racist slurs when he was 12 years old and got so brutally um beaten up by the social media that Arizona let him go and then boston tried to sign him and then again the the social media went nuts to where the national hockey league took took uh, took it into their own hands and said that he's not allowed to play in the National Hockey League. Now, what's going to happen with these boys? These boys now are not guilty until they are until they are found guilty by um, a group of their peers in a court.
2: So, are the now, NHL teams going to feel that way, Jr.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so here you are. You've been accused, but but because you've been accused, are these players not going to be allowed to play hockey? Because this one female said that they all five did something. Now, I'm not saying they did or didn't.
2: The information will come out, okay, throughout the trial. What I'm saying is what happens from 2024 to 2026 when the trial starts? What happens through the early 2026 all the way through this trial, which could take months and months we don't know i have no idea how this works and all of a sudden these players are not allowed to play the game and it comes back that they're innocent
1: there's no there's no rules so right i'm I'm not
2: saying that i'm just saying hypothetically like how does this work this is such
1: a nobody knows uh, but this is this is what i'm saying these this is why i'm so afraid for these five players and i'm so i'm so afraid of their careers because um i can easily easily see because of the mentality of the national hockey league and the way that they are cracking down on certain things in this day and age, especially in this stage of, of the me too movement of the respect, the D uh, the, um, you know, the DEI situation, uh, where everybody you know that there is no room for any kind of, um, mishandling of anything, whether it's what you say, what you do, um, and I, I, I'm afraid. I'm really afraid that these players are going to be banned from playing with their team until they have this, uh, this trial. And that's two years. A lot of these, some of these kids won't ever play in the game again if the league or the teams decide that they cannot play while waiting trial. And well, the, the,
0: the person to follow through all this is Rick Westhead. Um, if if you are going to follow for any uh, investigative. Hockey or sports journalism. This is the, this guy's the creme de la creme. Now, he wrote yesterday a number of people have asked if the five NHL players charged in London, Ontario will be required to surrender their passports. My understanding is that they won't have to do that because they are not considered to be flight risks. It is still possible, however, that any or all of the U.S. or any or all of the players could be refused entry to the U.S. So there's that element of it. Now, the the hockey side of it, let me just ask you guys this. If you were the league, okay, regardless of the information that you know, this is about image, right? Pro sports is about image, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to let these players, all five of them, play at the risk of even one of them? Potential, they have been charged, so there is potential risk of of conviction. So are you willing to let one of these players play in your league and then down the road, two years, you go to court, four of them get off, one of them is charged? Who knows? I. I I'm just... Hypothetical scenario, okay?
1: No, it's, it's it's one of the worst. It's one of the worst situations that you can you could possibly be in because in then of, the league
0: and... with you let this guy play, or if I don't even want to use a player as an example, team has success. This player is a part of it. I mean, it's just there. That's a. I don't know. A very... It's a
1: very—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a real, real sticky, very um, confusing and scary situation. There is no question about it. It's going to be very interesting to see how the National Hockey League uh, decides to treat these players while waiting for a trial. Um, you know, it, National Hockey League is different than regular regular life. Um, you know, if if a regular person that's not in, that's not a professional athlete gets charged with one of these, does does he still go to work and, and still? you know, earn a living and, and still go about his life until this trial, or, you know, I don't know the answers to that. Now, these are these kids going to be banned from, from making a living and banned from working while waiting to hear whether they're going to get charged guilty or innocent, because you have to understand these kids, regardless of whether they're charged are not guilty until they are proven in a court of law to be guilty they are innocent and yeah, unfortunately, well in society we, it's the we exact opposite. it's it's going to be a slippery slope i'm going to be very interested to see how not only the teams deal with these situations with these players but the national hockey league how they how they decide the, the, to deal with the them. four nhl so players this is this... All,
0: all their contracts expire this year Wow. So Hart's contract expires. Clouds. So none of the teams are going to be on the hook. There's not like it's a long. There's a long-term guy with like five million per year for five years. Um, it's, even
1: scar- it's even scarier. Actually, why? Because that you now now you don't even have a contract at the end of the year, right? So now you don't know whether you're going to be accepted back on a team, and you don't even have a, a contract to back yourself up on that you know should be a guaranteed contract, but. If you do, whether a team's going to touch you when you get back, or it's, you know, it's 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 just not a good situation. It's not a good situation.
0: Carter Hart has uh, it's twenty. His contract expires. He's an RFA. He's making four million dollars,
1: and arguably the most important player on that Philadelphia Flyer team.
2: Anyway, it'll be interesting to uh, continue to see what comes out. Um, You know, this woman, um, if people don't know, sought damages of $3.55 million. Uh, That lawsuit was dropped because she reached a settlement with Hockey Canada. And now a number of years later, this, this happened in 2018. We're talking almost six years later this investigation is being opened and i think that is by the london police uh if i if i'm not mistaken
1: don't quote yeah, me. so 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 obviously information got out there that disturbed them enough to take matters into their own hands um and i understand that the, that the female now said that she will um cooperate yeah cooperate um after she got her settlement so it's just, it's it's just, it's just reeks right down to the core. It really does. It's really, it's really a sad situation. But again, let's, let's start, let's finish this conversation with what I said in the beginning. Let's hope there's a lot of young kids that are paying attention right now and, um, knowing what innocent, something innocent could turn out to be not so innocent. And be careful. There are lessons to learn
0: all around. Those uh, people, you know, young kids who are who have opportunities with women and vice versa, but also Mm -hmm. to the people in the court of public opinion. And I'll I'll bring it right back here to Buffalo for a second. Mm -hmm. A couple years ago, there was a football player at training camp for the Buffalo Bills, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but his name's Matt areza He was a kicker, and he was released from the team because he was he was named in a rape lawsuit. Okay. And he has not played since but the re- a report came out uh last year. I remember when this came out it was December 13th, 2023. Actually this article is from December 13th, 2023. But um uh football player Matt Areza dropped from women's rape lawsuit and won't sue for defamation like this is a guy who who knows where his career can go maybe someone picks him up next year but the fact of the matter is the team released him um it says matt has been forced to defend himself for the last 16 months against false accusations and a campaign to ruin his career in the NFL he will never give his time in, in uh his time in life back in football that was a compliment or a comment from his attorney um Thankfully, there was extensive evidence that was key to securing Matt's voluntary dismissal from this lawsuit. The statement added Matt was, Matt was, and has always been innocent. The case is over
1: and Matt has prevailed. It's crazy. All right,
2: moving on. Yeah, I
1: think those, I think those guys are doing. By the way, um, I told you guys last week, I was going to the LA Kings Buffalo game. Um, And as much as I've ripped on this Buffalo team, you I also have to say, when they are played unbelievable. I watched this team play, in, granted they were down 3-1 in the first, but JJ Paterka turned this game around the other day, and I watched a team that skated their asses off, battled their asses off, made plays that were unbelievable, finished their checks, showed so much energy. I don't know if you guys watched the game in LA, but they were so dominant the second third period. And I'm like, well, who is who is this team? Who is this team? Craig
0: shut the game off after the first period, down three one, Jr. Wow. It it's was... the same shit every night. And it, you know what? And they end up winning. And they 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 shut it off uh you shut it off against uh San Jose as well. Listen, they were they were
2: down three nothing against Anaheim Ducks, which Anaheim sucks. Okay. They just suck. They're not a good hockey team. Okay. They're down three nothing against that team. Unacceptable loss. They go into LA Jr. They're down three to one. I shut off the first period because they have done this so many times this year, Jr. Yep. I can't even. I can't begin to count how many times they've been down one, two, three, or four goals in the first period. Okay, yep. so I shut the game off. I'm done. Yep. Then I watch San Jose, the worst team in the league,
1: and they're down of again, two, Down again yep it's it's well they're not prepared to start they they start the wrong time yeah right well you know who's that on though
2: who's that on like like i can understand you like a a few games here and there there throughout a season but um there's a statistic that they've been down in the first period that have had like one two three four goals scored against them and it's it's like 15 plus 15 to
1: 20 games What's the difference between good teams and really good teams and, and, and average teams? You have teams that want to come out and just absolutely attack you right at the start, and they just want to win in that first period, and they're coming after you. And there's some teams that are reactionary teams, and I think Buffalo is a reactionary team. They just come in to see what type of game it's going to be. Is it going to be a tough game? Is it going to be a fast game? Is it going to be a physical game? Is it going to be an easy game? And so that I, means
2: I, I, that means I, I, you're I, you're not winning too many games. If, if so you're, you're doing jrs
0: is they go into the game by dipping their toe in the water, just kind of like, sure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then once they feel comfortable, once they feel comfortable, they go. Cause I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I watched a team in LA. I didn't recognize that team, you know, JJ Paterka put on a show and he got them going. Tage Thompson was flying. Um, I mean, it was, it was impressive, man. It was impressive to watch. And then they go in again and, you know, they have three days in LA, three days they, they spent in LA. And then they went up to San Jose. I thought that San Jose was going to, was going to clip them, especially when it was two nothing. But again, the reaction, they, they responded and they won, they won a game that I thought they were going to lose after having a nice little LA vacation. But um, I don't know. Maybe again, does this team learn from this or do they don't? That's, that's always the ultimate question.
0: Okay, are they are they too far out to make a playoff? No,
1: they're nine points. They're still in striking distance. No, they're not. They? No,
0: they're
2: they not. Are. They're
1: not out of it. And they're I'm going to tell you why, not, though, JR, the the because there's not.
2: Toronto Maple Leafs, Detroit Red Wings, the Islanders, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the New Jersey Devils, the Washington Capitals, and the Montreal Canadiens are tied with the Sabres. Do you think True. the Sabres, in what you've seen in the first 49 games of the year, have any chance of flopping eight teams.
1: Well, they don't have to flop eight teams. They have to stay ahead of six and catch one. Okay. And if I saw, if they played the way that I saw them play in the second and third period of the last two games, but they, they learned, but they listen, Hey, we never thought Edmonton would throw a 16 game win streak at us either. Granted, they have a lot of good players, but Buffalo's got to realize what kind of team that they are, and play a sixty-minute game. They cannot afford to not start on time, because they're not strong enough to do this game in and game out, coming back. But I mean, it's doable. There's no question; it's doable. Look what look what the, what St. Louis did a couple of years ago to run from last place in the, in the in the division or in the league to running to the Stanley Cup. Well, here's something team, I'll tell
0: you. Here's something I'll tell you: In March, they played Detroit twice in one week, and then they played them again in April. So there's there's three massive games on their schedule. Because that's, that's, that's,
1: that's, that's eight point that's an eight point swing, right?
0: Detroit there. is going to be the the second wild card team for quite a while, I think. I think. I mean, the Islanders are five points back, but Detroit is is the is the best team. Amongst the Islanders, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, right now—not last year—and Washington, they're the best team of those teams by far. So, Buffalo—I mean, Jersey,
1: Jersey, Jersey, Jersey would be up there if it were they don't have so many injuries. Jack Hughes is out now; I don't know how long he's going to be out. Um, but I don't know. It's—I'm not ruling like Buffalo that. out. The Sabres
2: just either. lost one of their top offensive players in Jack Quinn and he is out for pro- pretty much the rest of the season. Um it is the youngest team in the National Hockey League. That just means immaturity through and through. Granted they That's- have some very good <laughs> hockey players JR they have the Tage Thompsons and the Tucks and and and, and players along that na- nature, but they are a very immature hockey team that does not have a whole lot of guidance because the guys that are on the team are the Paterkas, who are who you mentioned the other day or or, or right now. He's an incredible hockey player. He's a really nice year, but he's also very young. He's twenty two. Yep. yep. And when you lose players uh like a Jack Quinn from your lineup mm-hmm. and they played the first part of the year without him because he was injured and came coming back from Achilles injury, when he stepped into the lineup, he you could tell he he's a hell of a hockey player. And now they're gonna lose him for another couple months. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't lose those players. They are they're game changers. I just three times this year, JR. There's only been three times in 49 games that they've had back-to-back wins.
1: No. Hey, listen, it's 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 really easy to be down on this team and doubt them out. It is really easy because they've given us every reason to think that way. They've given us every reason to doubt them and, and to believe that they are done. But they're not they're not done. And until they decide in that locker room that they are going to be the best team and the most consistent team for the last thirty two games of the season, thirty-three games of the season, they're not done. So well, let me ask like, you this.
2: Let me ask you this. If you're a general manager, Kevin Adams, and you have players that are Zemgus Gergensen, Kyla Poso, um, Victor Olafson, these are three guys that, you know, Gergensen's been here since yeah, he the needs start to of this whole he needs to go. He, I mean he's in an unrestricted free agent. Calak Posos 35 unrestricted free agent. Are you moving these guys? Are you moving an Eric Johnson at the deadline? Like um, are you moving these guys?
1: Yes, if give, I can, if if I can. Now the the one player that is mo- the most movable out of what you just said is Eric Johnson as yeah. a, as a as a stay-at-home defenseman. Um yes, he's at the end of his career. This is his last year of his career. And I'm sure he wants another kick at the can. He believes he's going to get traded. Um, but like, what, what are you going to, what's what's, what are you going to get back for them? Because what are you going to get back for a Kyle Poso? You're not going to get much, but I do think you're going to, you're going to allow some young kids to get in there and, you know, battle and learn to play the game and get some, get some, some time to to grow and mature. Or, and well, it's not mature. even about
2: growing and maturing. It's about sometimes uh, when you look at the lineup of the young players that are in this lineup, that Thompson's only 26 and Cousins, 22, uh, Casey Middlestats 25, Zach Benson's 18, uh, Peyton Krebs, 23, Jack Quinn's 22, Paterka's 20. It's a very, very young lineup. If I'm Kevin Adams, I'm looking to move on those older players to give them an opportunity to go to a winning team to possibly win the greatest prize ever. That's what I would be doing with those guys. I would also be taking players like a, a Yari Kulich. Yari Kulic, um needs the opportunity to get his feet wet in this league. And it's also you're, what you're doing is you're giving him an opportunity to play but also promote him if there is, uh, you know, a possible trade down the line, you want to basically give this uh, guy an opportunity
1: to, to play. Kind of, kind of like what I just said, but in a different, with different words.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: My word. Craig likes to put his own yeah. spin on it three yeah.
1: different ways in one show, JR. Yeah, I just I just felt good that I said the right thing because I was hearing the same thing right over again. Yeah. Coming, yeah. Out of, coming out of my buddy's mouth, which was great. And
0: you know what, you know what Jeremy? Craig wanted to buy. We record hey. for an hour. It shows only 35 minutes when I put it out.
2: doesn't love a great pregame meal you're in luck seneca buffalo creek casino has the buffalo sabers home game dinner special available on home game days wednesday through saturday 5 p.m to 9 p.m three course prime rib dinner special 50 bucks a purse at seneca buffalo creek casino nothing else comes close
1: Hey, can That's I can hey, I, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but can can we go off of hockey for a minute since it is football season and it is and it is Super Bowl and can we just have a, just a quick little conversation?
0: Yes. Before we change topics here, I just I have to tell everybody that the other day someone came up to me who listens to the show and they said, hey, love the Salino ads. I'm a Salino client before they were the eights but everything you guys say is true. They really took care of me and they got me everything that I, you know, whatever. I mean, he didn't say it just like that, but basically just reiterating everything that we tell you that they are the best at what they do. And if you've been hurt in a car crash or need a personal injury attorney, call Celino law, call the eights, eight, 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 eight. Car crash, call the eights.
1: Um, I want to say something about um, this Baltimore game. Now, we i just said earlier in the show i hope i hope every child every young hockey player is watching this situation with those five those five guys in the situation they're in i'm going to say it again i hope every single young football player in all of the world watched that football game the other day and learned from mr F- number 4 flowers how not to act on a football field when you're battling for the Super Bowl win and you're down 10 points and you catch a ball, finally uh, a 20, 30-yard pass onto the five-yard line, and you stand up and throw the ball down at the player that you just beat and you taunt him and you hurt your team with a 15-yard penalty because karma comes back to you. And this same guy, Flowers, gets the ball stripped from him on the one-yard line by the guy he was taunting. Now, if you don't think that Flowers (laughs) hurt his team tremendously by being a show-off look at me, look at me, look at me, look what I did, screw you, player, in that instance. They scored a touchdown in that, and they're down three, and it could be a new game. Yeah. This is, I don't, I don't. Do you don't, feel
2: that he got, have... do you feel he got that flag because of his, uh the age? He's a rookie um, in this no, league. No,
1: no, I think he got. Because I I'm going to tell you right flag. now, watch Travis
2: Kelsey on the other side. Watch him on the other side, man. You're gonna tell me yeah. that he is not taunting. Yep. But you're, he's Travis you're... Kelsey. So he's 30, what, four years old? He can do anything he wants. So you, I'm gonna you, sit you here. Could be right.
1: You could be right. You could be right. But it's a guess what? Joke. But guess what? He did it. He did yeah, it. Yeah, he did it. He did it. But and so does what
2: so does half the league, JR. I sit here watch football every Sunday, every Thursday, and every Monday. Yeah. I watch yeah. it all year long, all Guess year what? long.
1: I, yeah, but they shouldn't be doing it either, Riv. Kelsey shouldn't be doing it. These guys shouldn't be doing it. It shouldn't be happening, regardless who. Hey, listen. Biggest I, game of the year. Biggest I, I, game
2: I, of the I, year. You're going to have a friggin' ref. It wasn't even that bad. You're going to have a ref yeah. make that friggin' call. Bullshit, man! Yeah. Now I'm all set up. Now I'm. Like, I love it. I love it. Yes, I, I sit there it. and watch Travis Kelsey frigging right in front of the other team, right in front of their sideline, giving the yeah. old frigging point, like right yeah. in a guy's one inch from a guy's face. Is that not taunting?
1: Yep, it. I think it is. Bullshit, hey, listen, man. I, devastating I, call. We, I think it's one thing. It's I think it's one, one thing. To celebrate. It's what, but it's one. It's another thing to. It's another thing to to taunt somebody and to throw something in somebody's face.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with it, but I mean, if it doesn't love that anyway,
1: no, I don't like it. Well, listen it cost. I think it costs, I think cost ba- Baltimore um, a, an opportunity to yeah, win. That, was it partner. entertaining? Nope. Not no. to me. It was frustrating as hell.
2: I got one thing before we go. I want a bold statement. And for something for the rest of the season. And then and in the next number of games throughout the rest of the season, um, a bold statement that
0: you statement think or prediction or what are you talking?
2: Prediction. About? Prediction. Excellent. Give me a bold prediction.
1: A bold prediction. Um, that's pretty good. That's I got one. Want me to start? Yes,
0: sure. Give me an example of what it is you
2: Connor want to. McDavid will win the scoring race. He is currently 18 18 points points back 18 points back. I'm going to make a bold statement that he is going to win the scoring race.
0: I got one. I I got one. I got one, but the Ottawa senators are going to almost make the playoffs. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm going to make i bo- I'm going to make a bold statement very very bold very bold very bold I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to predict that Arizona Coyotes make the playoffs uh that's yeah. very, that's very bold. <laughs> do you know why I
0: think they could do that? Do you know why I think they could do that? The same that... reason a couple of years ago, I said, I thought that if the Calgary flames could limp into the playoffs that year, they were there. I was like, they could make a run. And there's a reason for that. It was the way the yeah. team was built because down the stretch, the games are going to get tighter. They're going to get more physical. The calls aren't going to all be there. And Arizona might have the advantage because they have some players Yep. it scare scare the poo poo out of some players around yeah. the
1: league. Well, they just they just play they play a, a certain brand of hockey, and I think they're getting they're getting better. So, I don't know. That's 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 a very bold prediction, but um, I'm throwing it out there.
0: Yeah, you've been on them all year. You've been um, on them all year.
1: I really have. I'm yep. very right. impressed. I'm very impressed. <laughs> All right, boys. I but love you, you guys. Can't, you can't.
0: Hey, Riv, if he was in the locker room with us, he would be the guy. We'd be like, man, you got to cut the cord from Arizona. Fuck. You just cannot cut the cord yeah. there. God. Arizona doesn't have enough offense. Your they don't problem. have enough talent right now. Well, they can make a trade at the de- at the deadline. Keep an eye on it. We them. will see. We'll see. Yep.
1: We made got our yep. bold predictions and see who wins. Guy from Boston. Okay. All right, boys. I got to run, it. boys. I got to hit the links. I love you. Okay. Later, JR. You, bud. Thanks, love buddy. You. Love you guys. See ya.
2: I want to ask you one more. I have one more bold prediction for you. And the prediction is that I, I feel that Austin Matthews will be the first 70-goal um, scorer in a very, very, very long time. The last person... Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. How many have there been? there has been 8 okay. 70 goal scorers can you name or 8 70 goal scorers can i you can name, name I, I can
0: name as i'll try to name as many as i can the okay, easy ones ahead. are gretzky Lemieux, hall uh 3 okay uh i don't think pavel bure did it mike gartner uh, no mike Gardner. no mike gartner he's a 700 goal guy though Oh, yep. no Mike Gardner. Okay. Uh, uh So where are you at? You have Gretzky Lemieux. Oh, I have the obvious I have the obvious ones. Okay. Uh okay, Phil Esposito. That
2: is a good one. 76. Yeah. I, think goals. He's
0: the first, I think he's the first to 70. Uh yes. McGilney. He had 76. Yes, he had 76. 76. Um How many am I at now? Five? You're at four. No, I'm at five. So you have
2: Esposito, Wayne Gretzky, Mary Lemieux, Red, Red Hall, McGillney. So you have five. You need oh. three more.
0: I'm at, okay. Uh, 70 goal scorers. Hmm. Want to phone a friend, okay. Marcel Dion? Negative. Are they obvious?
2: Um. One should be one should be very obvious. One one I'm surprised you're not getting. Oh,
0: this. Timo Solani. Timo Solani. Okay, that's you. yeah. That's the that's, surprising. That's throw. the one.
2: Rookie season scored seventy six. Yeah, I remember goals, that. Th- it It's funny. We talked air.
0: to Jr. about celebrating, and I almost brought up the Timu Solani celebration when he threw his glove up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, team- so okay, there's so- two
2: more guys, and the one guy uh, scored seventy one goals in seventy three games, and the other guy scored seventy goals
0: in seventy nine games. Okay, it's not Mike Bossy.
2: It is not Mike Bossy.
0: Yeah, he didn't score 70.
2: Um, this player that scored 71 uh, had 601 goals in 1,251 games. I could give you a clue, which would basically, you'd be guessing it immediately. Both players are right-handed shots. One, one, I believe that you will definitely get, um, and one is going to be, so the other, the other guy played 70 games. He has 475 goals scored in 1127 games. Oh my god! This, he played this for is... LA Kings, the Rangers, oh, Bernie Nichols, fuck. Bernie Nichols, fuck, fuck. You have one more, and this is... Bernie Nichols. Man, this should be easy. I'm surprised you do not have this one. Do you want me to give you a clue? You can feel the hamster wheel... Oh, my God. ...between your ears is just
0: it's see smoke coming out of that wheel yeah i want to uh i want to get it this is this is not easy it kind of is easy i think once well, once you stay it, the name or
2: get it's the name sitting
0: right in front of you it that's is why it's easy it is very easy okay i'm just trying to think about what okay give me the give me the year that it happened 84
2: 85 this player played 73 games he had 71 goals, 135 points was plus
0: 78. Okay. So Euler player. Yari Curry. <laughs>
2: Yari Curry it is. Fuck.
0: Yeah. All right. And that's a wrap. That's it for After the Whistle presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Thanks for listening.